you for tuning in to ADHD Diamonds, ADHD Chats. This is our second podcast and this week we'll be talking about relationships, specifically friendships and how having ADHD can affect these. So we really hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please like and subscribe and please share with your ADHD friends. Thank you. Okay, so this week we have decided to talk about friendships and how ADHD affects those friendships. So um, there's lots that we could cover on this. And if do you want me to go first? Go on then. Okay, go so if it. I go first, I think with friendships, I find friendships really difficult to manage because I find myself to sound like a right big head now but I find myself collecting lots of friends and lots of people that I really like yep. and the dogs agree with me <laughs> so I find myself I didn't we didn't do that I find myself collecting lots of friends yeah none of whom know each other so then it's a real it's really hard to um, I, I, it really stresses me out actually to try and manage so many different all of, relationships, all of these friendships, and um, yeah, I just it, that that's really hard. I, yeah. I just find that I do gel with people and want to be their friend, and then I and that, but I just <laughs> it sounds so big headed. No, it doesn't have too I know many. Exactly what you mean. I mean, you're an example, Siobhan. You know, I met you at work. Yeah, me on the way. <laughs> How many years ago we just really hit it off. Yeah. We don't talk to each other from one year to the next. <laughs> no, but, but you're one of my best you. friends. <laughs> and I love you too. That's that's what I mean. It's just weird. And I think people, like, because we get each other, where some people don't get me, they just think, she's either so full on in the face that I can't think, oh my God, I can't cope. Just talks 100 miles an hour. And she never stops, shuts up. Or people are like, why don't you just leave me? You don't text me. You don't ring me. You don't write. You never call. <laughs> you don't answer like, my messages. Exactly. You don't pick up the I love you. Isn't that enough? Because you greedy buggers. <laughs> what do you want from me, blood? Um, but no, I just find I find it all too much. It's either really demanding and I feel like they're sucking the life out of me. Or I feel sorry for myself because I don't have any friends. <laughs> There's no in between. It's true though. That's a hundred percent how I feel. Yeah. I don't want to talk to people on the phone. You know, as much as I love my friends, I don't want to talk no. on the phone. I text I a message. That's, text that's message. ample. What do, what text do people message want? Is fine. Exactly. The problem with text messages though is that if someone texts me and I don't need to think about anything or give any dates or make a decision, yeah, I'll text back immediately. Yeah. If I don't text back immediately, that text is dead to me. Yeah. It's gone. So it's basically don't ask too many questions in those texts. Is it? <laughs> don't give me two things don't, I have to think about and cover Don't off. ask me to make a decision. What about you, Claire? I is get, it resonating um, or is it different for you? No, I do find juggling friendships, family, any people interaction difficult I think and I think but I get like absolutely obsessed 
with people they become like my addiction yeah and I've got to be in every way know everything about them want to be in their lives they've got to be in my life and it's all like friends off you know I always dreamed that I'd find friends like the television program friends but I could never cope with that that would have just burnt my head out massively but that was the dream yeah I think every I think everyone's dream was that in the 90s wasn't it and uh, we're all showing our age there and I think what else do I struggle with I I I attract certain people as my friends and I think um I'm always looking for somebody who's going to help me or save me in some way I don't know when I look at all my friendship groups that's what that's what's occurred that they're going to protect me they're going to save me but when I analyze that further now I think they're attracted to me because I'm a bit different as well and maybe I'm saving them in a different way so I find does that that sounds all a bit like my brain all over the show but yeah that's what I feel about friendship Yeah. yeah I don't I I sometimes I sometimes feel like because I I don't get obsessed with people in that in that way um and I'm pro- probably feel like I'm a bit of a superficial friend because I don't really want to know much at all I, I don't I don't know why I remember when I was younger my mum used to, I used to go to people's houses to friends houses and my mum used to say what was their house like what curtains did they have what was their wallpaper what? I don't know no idea didn't look not interested do do you know what I mean and I just think I'm just quite naturally quite surface not deep I'm not deep at all no I think it depends how drunk I am no oh no when I'm I'm drunk I'm really deep when I'm drunk you can talk about anything with me but when I'm sober I do get a bit of boredom sets in because I'm just not it's because we're easily distracted and your mind's gone somewhere else and you've lost what you're talking about um and then you you don't want to forget what you're talking about so you interrupt and you jump in because you think oh I've got to say that quickly and it's just like basically I go out for lunch with a friend or my sister or something and it's an hour worth of chaos we just jump in little snippets you have to do 10 different conversations at the same time about different subjects but you've had a great time when you come home (laughs) And that's that again for another few weeks. I'm happy. I'm done. Well, that's the same when I see you, Siobhan. We have a, we have hundreds of different conversations that I don't think we ever finish one conversation. We're just no. dipping in and out, and and that makes up for a year for us, doesn't it? Yeah. We, we come we to order. Other... We can go home. We're like that. Done my job there. Who do we, we don't talk across? on the phone in between? <laughs> no. We we just literally when we see each other. I think this time yeah. I hadn't seen but you I for like that. three years. But that's what I like with my friends. I, like like, I don't think I change. I just think I'm always the same. So I, I like just that. rock up. Nothing. I mean, I might put on about 20 stone in between or something like that. Oh, but other yeah. than that, you just pick up where you left off. You know what I mean? And it's just like, well, as I don't understand this whole need to be having to speak to people till 10 o'clock at night on the phone. What's that about? No, Who's got time me. for that shit? Not me. I have not got the time or the interest. We actually posted no. something on Instagram this this week, didn't we? That said you're not boring. Yeah. I've got ADHD, so it yeah. it is that. It, I think you're right, Siobhan. It is that. Um, don't want to like go too deep because it gets a bit boring unless you're yeah. a fed a drink and then you know talk that for hours about. We don't boring. go so probably. We don't go deep because we are so aware of thinking. God, that must be really boring for other people. They don't want to have my problems. When they say how are you, they don't really mean how are you. You don't go well. 
today I took my daughter to the optician. It was really boring. You don't, you just don't do it because it's boring. No one. But can. other people do do that and go, well, do and they? then I went shopping and then I went for a pee. And then you're like, really? I don't need your life story for the last four hours. You know, it's just yep. too much. But do you, do you find that when you are telling a story, it yeah. takes a million different detours oh. on the way? And so yeah. you're just trying to tell one. I can't just tell you one sentence thing. I've got to tell you. Yeah. I'll go off in a hundred different directions. All the, emo- all the emotions, all the bits that added into that story. Oh, and then while you were in the middle of that story, something else it's happened and you've hard. got to talk about that. Exactly. And everything happened like the other week, but it didn't. It happened like yeah. four years ago. <laughs> oh my God. You know, the other day That's or the so other week. True. Yeah. And it but never happened think... the other day. <laughs> but... Do you think that neurotypical people would find that boring? They don't seem to, do they? No. Well, they're jumping in and out telling. of subjects and stuff. I think we're frustrating. I think probably, yeah, a bit annoying, maybe. Mm. Um, so, uh, I don't know who it is, like family, like sisters and stuff. They know me. They just go, for God's sake. Or they say to me, well, you've just gone and asked me a question. It's got nothing in relation to the question, the topic we're actually talking about. Because in my head, I've gone on to the next topic because it's linked somewhere. And I've just yeah. made a state, random statement. And they just laugh and go, can you give me any like clues? Um, and we just laugh about it because they know me. But then other people who don't probably just think she's absolutely insane. And yeah. they can't have a conversation with the girl. But it's, I think that happened. We, we, like I say, we've only seen each other once in three years. But I think you did that, didn't you? You said something random, and I knew exactly how your brain had got there. <laughs> yeah. So I knew what she was talking about yeah. straight away. And I think that's quite novel for us, isn't it? Because yeah. people don't generally know what we're talking about. No. My closest friends from school and from the military are probably neuro well they're not probably they are neurodiverse so we never stick on the topic we're always everywhere we there's always one that will decide how we're going to meet up because if it was left to the rest of us nothing would ever happen <laughs> yeah. that's the bit I struggle with I can never I don't Damn. understand how people have this wonderful diary of life where they go on the 27th of June I have this planned and I'm like I don't even know what I'm doing on Saturday and today is Thursday and it will just come to me and but then I expect everybody should want to do what I want to do on that day because I've made that decision and then I get utterly frustrated that people have made plans yeah, <laughs> yet well, they've I'm made the, the plans. I'm the opposite of that. I'm actually the opposite You're of that. You're a planner. You like putting things I in. I can't I don't like if if I if it's left for me to say let's go out and do this friend it's never going to happen because I will be having a cup of tea chilling out hiding and doing you know doing something I won't so I do book things in so and it comes it also comes down to having lots of different groups of people you know if, if you you say I'm so lucky to have a group of friends that are all friends together I haven't had that um, so I so I have to plan things because then what I see I can't plan because you think I might not fancy seeing you then yeah and then <laughs> and then and then I become a shit friend again yeah. because I'll cancel because I don't want to anymore see and I don't and I'm not I don't plan because I just think I'll let people down so I just go yeah yeah or I'll get up and I think I really wish I had a friend to just go somewhere with now like go to Brighton for the day and, but then no one ever wants to do that because <laughs> people have lives and they've planned 
And I'm like, yeah. oh, I feel quite awake and I'm in a good mood. I'm on form. Let's yeah. do something. But half the time I'm like, I wake up and think, oh, I'm just going to stay in bed and watch Netflix today. I can't be asked. Kids are not here. Um, so, yeah, I just don't make plans. I just don't want to let people down. Or I feel I terrible know. when I let people down. I, You know, I really, really hurt so, myself I, I hate myself. Go. That's the thing. I know I'd make myself go and I wouldn't want to. Then I'd have a tantrum. Yeah, I would like one-year-old. I've done I've done the going when you don't want to before yeah. and it's horrible. It's like the worst thing mm. to be somewhere you don't want to be. Although sometimes you might you'll be all right when you get there. Yeah, you have yeah. a really good night. Some of those best nights are those weird ones, aren't they? I think but... you just I think you'll just know if if it's one where you're just being like lazy and can't be bothered, yeah. or whether it's one where you need to um get yourself get yourself motivated or whether you need to let someone down but the mm. other thing that that I do that I think friends don't really like is when you're late all the time you know when when you overcommit yourself and you you end up late I do that all the time yeah I'll be late to my own funeral yeah I'm I think really good thing to say and I've forgotten what it is now oh no I've remembered it's something to do with I've is watched it really good though I think so I've watched something on TikTok recently and I recognise I do this because now like the virtual world is just amazing to me because everyone's describing all the bits that are exactly the same as what goes on in my head, which I think is boss. But it was around if you don't want to go somewhere, how you can trick your brain. And I think when you discussed your scaffolding, Sarah, in the last podcast, I think I have some scaffolding in place where I don't want to do it. I'm not interested. I don't care. But I can convince myself that I do. And I, I don't know how I do it, but I always think it will be it will be better. I find all the positives instead of focusing on all the negatives. So, for example, I don't know, going out for the, the day with the kids and other people's kids and you know it's going to be it could be painful and it can be boring. And I hate to say that because I love my children, but sometimes they're just boring. And, you know, if I was doing something, I'd rather be out getting sloshed with my mates or doing something totally different that I wanted to do. But I, what I'll add in my head is say, like, well, you're going to get some fresh air. So as soon as you're outside, that's going to make you feel better naturally because you're going to get that natural sunlight and all that jazz. And then if you put your face on, you always feel better once you've got your makeup on and done your hair and, you know, look a bit better. So that that's good. You've you know you walk out thinking I look all right today that lifts me mood and then I think when I make make the most of everything that I can do there and then just put that positive spin on it because otherwise I'd just sit in my jammies this is what I do day. and, and then I'll, I do though but and then I get more depressed yeah well it's I mean, it's because I have it's almost like I deep down I want to do something but then I don't have enough of a mojo to get me doing something <laughs> yeah um, and it's also about it's that personal hygiene as well. And that sounds really horrible. And, and we haven't got smelly vision, thank God. But I had a shower today. But I am not, I know that they do say that sometimes girls or women or girls when they're growing up have trouble struggling with their getting, you know, their personal hygiene and their hair and making themselves look good. And and I literally just I just it's one of those chores, it's like another boring chore, oh, like yeah. housework. Oh. You think, oh my god, I'm, I've got a to-do list to have a shower today. Five days later, I'm not going out anywhere. So I've still got on my to-do list. I'm starting to think, whoa, it's a, whip, like a bit wafty now. <laughs> I just don't know what, what gets me going. It just, I just don't have it in me. It's just like, oh, just 
lie here and watch telly. It is 100% a chore having a shower and I just do it as quick as possible as well. Mm. In and out once I've made myself do it. We sound well, it's that routine we? though you know what we were talking about that people have that routine that that you know that they're subconscious ones and then conscious ones we did that on that thing didn't we um and um but i think that's the problem i don't actually have a routine like people go to me right this is my routine i get up i put the kettle on i then get in the shower and i then do this and, I, and everyone i speak to does that i don't <laughs> and that's the problem because the one can't i can't be asked yeah, the one thing I'd, I recognise from when I haven't been well in the past, so I think I said in the last podcast that my, I think my ADHD has shown itself as depression um, yeah. over the years. And again, I must have read it or seen it somewhere that even if you just do the smallest thing, and it sounds dead simple, and but it isn't actually, and you really mm. have to force yourself to. I now I don't because it's in my head. It's I, I know I have to do this, or I will feel like shit all day so I have to get myself out of bed even if it's a weekend and I have to take my pajamas off yeah I do I have to get dressed don't have to have a shower though no I don't and but I have to I have to brush my teeth to brush my teeth you have to brush your teeth because so yeah you do man That's minging. You've got to brush your teeth. You're walking oh. around breathing on people with death breath. It's weird. not just that. Yeah. doesn't feel nice, does it? Mm. The cat really? loves that breath. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no. She's, she's lying to you. She's lying. <laughs> you're lying to yourself, Shiv. You're lying. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's getting up and... It's on the list. That famous I list. I have to get up, brush my teeth. my teeth. I can't lay in bed for long. I can't stay in my pyjamas all day. I just, I just live in my room though. It's like a it's like a bed sit. I stay in my room. I work in my room. My desk is in here. My telly's in here. So I get out of bed, go downstairs, make something to eat, then I come back and then I watch telly. Or I don't use my downstairs. I, I just worry about you burning out living in that way. Yeah. Because you're not turning off from work. You know, I like that I can shut the door and work's forgotten. Yeah. And I think that you need that. I just so, move my laptop no. used to need to my bed. So I can lie down and watch telly while I work because it's like yeah I think well, I might as well I'm not doing anything but I do that I do wake up thinking oh I'm gonna feel knackered because yeah. you don't realize that you're, you're using your brain still aren't you yeah yeah but, um, my daughter basically owns the house she just has the run of downstairs she's down there now two rooms on her own we're tiktoking and whatever well, at least you remember to pick and I'm in my little bed stick <laughs> happy and on my own <laughs> yeah but you don't you, you've, you've got to create those boundaries for yourself yeah. Because otherwise, I find I take myself off to my bedroom and I know when I'm doing it, I'm hiding. I'm hiding from life. So I'm going up there and I'm putting myself under the covers and I'm deliberately burying my head in the sand. And and I start recognising that when that becomes unhealthy because I haven't got any time for the kids. I haven't got any time for my husband. I haven't got any time for myself. And that's to do with, that's your head. And... I you feel just like I, have... I just need a few hours off, don't you? you? Think I just need some quiet. It's been really hectic. It's been loud and chaotic. I just need a bit of quiet time. So I'll go upstairs. Well, back upstairs. <laughs> I've got groceries. Yeah, but I don't and take I me out. Like and pop. no one bothers me. I think, <laughs> but that's not parenting. That's just waiting for someone to come and want something. Do you know what I mean? I need to get up and go. Come on, then. Yeah, but... What should we do now? And it's like, oh, yeah. But you've got to feel motivated to do that as well, and that takes time because you've got to get yourself out of the zone that you're in. We were talking about it earlier, weren't we, where I said I'm on leave this week and mm. I have no purpose this week and it's raining. 
so mm. it has been raining so what have I been doing and I did go away with the kids and I found that exhausting I found them exhausting and I, I hate saying that and it wasn't just the weather it was just I didn't have any I was only in Chester and I thought well this is Chester it's like down the road and I took them to museums they weren't very interested I was dead interested but they weren't and then you're pandering to that and then that's exhausting and then I've mm. been ended up ill because I've switched off from work but then I end up sick every single time mm. I go on annual leave and it's exhausting and you're thinking this is the time I should be <laughs> showering every day <laughs> but I'm not go for long walks in the country the sunshine boring walking bores me <laughs> If I had mates to go walking with, but yeah. they've all made plans <laughs> because of that like, organ. They're not waiting for us. How bloody <laughs> dare they? Just something I've shot like once a month. I might raise my head and go, come on, let's go for breakfast at the weekend. Where have you all gone? I don't Why know if I went where you've all gone. There's about four of them. I don't understand how they managed to get it all. And then there's the kids' parties and sorting your kids out in the holidays. And these super mothers have managed to plan an activity for their kids every day, man. And like they're doing stuff with other children. And I'm just scrabbling finding the other parents like me that haven't got a plan. I was just yeah. down though, literally thinking, instead of people going, yeah, the holiday, I'd be like, ah. Oh, Six days left, five days left, four days. Do you think the difference like... is, though, that we're working mums? You yeah. know, are the mums that you're talking about that, that are planning something for every day are mums that have some money but are either don't work or off work as well? Cause... No, honestly, some of these mums I know, they they work full time. Oh, they're like machines they on their holiday or something no they can't they can't be doing things with their children if they're working they must have booked the leave the yeah. thing with with me i mean we're moving into parenting as a subject now but the, i always used to feel like a rubbish mum because when i did take my child out i never had snacks drinks wet wipes and like other super mums they open the bag and it's like a mary poppins bag isn't it with all the stuff that you might need and i used to just look and think oh Oh dear. Oh, well, well you can buy places. it. But you can mm. buy it, so it's yeah. fine. There's well, all that's what I was saying like that because I'm I'm just panic pants. So I'd have my like one something for everything, my like emergency, you know, toe on the cat in case someone cuts their leg off on the playground or whatever. Do you know anything? A really extreme heavy bag full of shit. And then we'd go somewhere, and then I wouldn't want to drive. I wouldn't want to go where it's busy. And I think, oh, it's going to be loads of people, too many people. And then I literally, we just go for a bloody walk to the park down the bottom of the road. And they're like, well, that was it, the exciting day. Whereas you used to get in the car and you used to go ice skating and rollerblading and all these when, exciting things. When my daughter was two months old, I forgot her nappy bag. So what did she do? She We were out for a meal. She had an explosion. She didn't only need a nappy. She needed a new dress, everything. And we were miles from home. It was, yeah. How silly to forget your changing bag. The baby's only I bet you were chilled then. You'd handle it in your stride. I'd have, like, been all panicking and, like, the world had ended. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I wasn't. I was chilled. 
No, because be fi- you'd be fine in a crisis. That'd just be a crisis. Just use the tablecloth wrapper in that. It'd be just fine. Use, just take that serviette and you go and clean her up. You go and clean her up with the serviette. And I'm just going to go and find a shop and buy some nappies. See, exactly. that's the answer, isn't it? Buy something. That's always my answer. That's yeah, my mother's that's, that's a solution, though, isn't it? I don't find a solution. I just literally go, ah, and I'm off for one. When there's lots no. of solutions, if I just thought about it. Well, no, you, you just said you, you don't have those kind of situations because you're prepared for everything. You're already there, yeah. yeah. In general, general other situations in, in life, I'm like, ah! <laughs> going back to friendships, we've, we've talked about, um, the, Claire, you talk about going out quite quite a lot. Do you guys not suffer with social anxiety? Does that not, Is that because that's yeah, one of the things exactly. that keeps me from, like, I might plan to go somewhere and then on the day I'm just feel so anxious no. about what am I going to wear everyone's going to be like looking better and I'm they're going to think I'm ridiculous and I'm fat and I'm old nothing and to talk about and nothing to talk about, talk not, about. not interesting at all and um, and then I'm going to be stuck there and I'm not going to be able to leave because that'll be rude and yeah. I'm going to be hating it and I'm going to be standing on my own while everyone else is having fun and I'm going to just look like an idiot and not be able to get out that's the and that's kind the of problem. stuff when you, that when you used me. to drink, like when we were younger, that's and we drank, why I used that to was drink. easy because yeah. you could just get ham and think, I don't give a shit what you but think about me. But that's why I used to drink. Yeah, and then me. you find you're drinking too much because yeah. you're you still feeling really funny. awkward and uncomfortable and anxious. So yeah. you're drinking more until until you feel comfortable. Yeah. And also you just think like, you know, like when you're... When you do feel that kind of social anxiety and that nervousness, that tension when you're talking to people and they look at each other or they make eye contact or they look somewhere else, you've got that whole thing in your head thinking, that, that's about me. They're taking the piss out of me. They're laughing at me. They think I'm stupid or they think this, they think that. That's so that's the whole thing. Well, when you're hammered, you just think, you yeah, let's get a shot. You don't notice, do you? But then I wake up in the morning with um, like beer guilt and I don't, I've got a horrible feeling in my stomach. And I don't know what it is and I don't know why I feel like it. And I haven't actually done anything, but I might as well offer how I feel. I just feel really embarrassed and, you know, so that's why now I won't use alcohol to deal with the social anxiety because it feels so horrible the day after. Yeah. I think I get stressed out before. I wake myself up to the event and then I turn my head into it. It'll be a fabulous time. Don't worry. It'll be wonderful. You can wear a new outfit. It's going to be great. Don't worry about it. And then keep having to, that becomes like a mantra in my head over and over and over the broken record. And then I'm from Merseyside, so I get proper dolled up, you know. <laughs> so then I actually feel, oh, that looks all right now. So that would be a great night. And then I get I get myself out. And then as soon as I'm around all the humans, then I just go into that exaggerated version of me where I'm just wittering on. <laughs> Can't stop myself talking. Have another bevy. Um, I get on my own You've got a close group of friends that go out. Are you all right with those people because you're comfortable? Or is it just strangers that you like that with? It's strangers I'm... I, I so, you're, that, all, so those people that you go out, all the pictures we see of you all looking beautiful and glam. Like my family or my friends, yeah. And you're so. comfortable, you so see, you feel fine. See, that's the yeah, thing. I they know me. I'm with. still not comfortable in that situation with, with even with friends. Yeah. And I can't say I've ever looked in the mirror and thought, oh, that looks all right. I just don't see that when I look in the mirror. So that's what I'm worrying about when I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. It's that going out thinking, oh, I've got to find something to wear. I've got like a sack of spuds. 
what's the point? It's going to be miserable. I was out on Saturday. Such happy, such happy I people. I was out on Saturday, and that's a lot of that self-image as well, and being comfortable in yourself, mm. isn't it? And in some ways now, I think I'm more comfortable in my own skin, where I think I'll fucking blow you. Do you know what I mean? But in the same vein, when I was out on Saturday, I saw a couple of girls look at me and do a real look up and down at me. And I thought, oh, God, they're That'd looking at how, they're looking at how fat I am. They might have. Well, it's quite funny. I thought they're looking at how fat I am. They're looking they're at how old I am. Leave her boobs. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's really appropriate. Hey, but... Great bras. Um, so, but. And then I went to the toilet and one of these ladies said, where did you get your skirt from? Your skirt's lovely. And I thought, and you know, I'm always a person that if I see somebody out and I think they look nice, I will always tell them, I think yeah, you look lovely. And coming from Merseyside, that's not, you, I suppose it's any big city. I don't want to pick on Merseyside, but there's a lot of like, e look at her or looking up and down mm. and, you know, no one's. And actually, are they look? And it's looking at you like you're on the shoe. But maybe they're not looking at you in that way. Maybe they haven't got the social communication skills to be able to say, "I think you look lovely." So now, whenever I go anywhere and I think someone looks nice, I will always make. And again, it's that over-exaggerated version of myself as well. That and that then then they might like me and be my friend. So. Mm. What, the friend that you then sad, don't want to hear it? from again? Can <laughs> <laughs> I pat it on face? Well, you give them the wrong friend. number with the digit at the bottom thinking, don't actually want a proper friend because you might have demands on me. I'm not that clever. I'd give my real number because I am not that bright. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Well, that's only because I'd be rude. I don't pick up the phone, so I'd just be someone else to give my number to to ignore. I mean, what would the point be? <laughs> but in that moment, they are my best mate. Yeah. You still in drink, though, Claire. You're still party girl. Oh God, no! I'm no, sure if I, I if I did put still drink, I'd come home with loads of random numbers. Probably loads of random. Well, you you want because you were buying them all champagne? <laughs> yeah, I they think I've got loads of money. Come look at my my big mansion. Oh, it's a terraced house. So disappointing. <laughs> In London, though, so you are rich. Uh. Oh. But you know what, so I was thinking about, well, this is what, this is going back to my 30s, so quite a long time ago, mm. but I was like you then, I had people that I'd met from each of my jobs and my work, so I gathered them along the way, and there was different people I'd go out with, you know, the red wine was going to drink four bottles of red wine, get hammered, the champagne girl, the, you know, some people that were really boring, but I was that desperate just to be going out, and didn't want to go home, that I would go out with an old wet sock, <laughs> which sounds really horrible, but as I've got older, I think I've got more cheesy, as in thinking, I don't really want to go out that much, so I don't have to have all these loads of people that I'm just going to, yeah, you know, just to get out of the house, have dinner with. And But we had my 30th birthday party. I invited all these different people together. It was absolutely rubbish. They literally there were people arguing at the end of the table. And I, honestly, because they were just the weirdest bunch of people, mm. very different, all different ages, all in the same place, like this big, long table. It was just like, won't be doing that again. You know? That's hilarious. But no, I agree. I absolutely agree with you because I, we, you and I are, I think, quite a bit older than Claire. So we, so I, I don't have to go out anymore, which is why yeah. I don't go out. But when, when I did, so 10, 15 years ago, it, 
that was when there were lots of people to go out with and it I didn't suffer with the same kind of social anxiety then but that was because I used to drink too much yeah you know that's the only reason I wasn't you did suffering before you went so you're already half yeah you're yeah I feel when like 10 15 years ago I was more I was more hyper aware of others around me as in that rejection sensitivity was so much higher mm. and I was That's very the difference though in so I agree with you Claire because if you then looked back so if you look back 10 15 years ago everything was all good and it was I'd be fine go back 10 years before that oh, and geez. I would have been in, yeah, you know, in so in my 20s in I, 20s I is not right really. is it it's just I just found my 20s hard work yeah I think I remember and then when you're in your 30s you feel a bit more well, than your 40s yeah well I've just kept having children so maybe I'm trying to relive a bit of it now not that yeah. I ever go out like I went out for my cousin's 70th on Saturday so I'm not exactly like some big party animal am I do you know what I mean 70th well my mum's cousin to me second oh that's like living out yeah <laughs> big, 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 big family, big close family, second, third cousins, and yeah. all that jazz. That's good though. So you've always Lovely. got people to go back backups. You see, you've got backups. Yeah, and they're all. For the moment, you've got the whole list of. Even if they are seventy-year-olds. Yeah, it doesn't matter. My auntie Lynn, on the hilarious. She's brilliant. They're not like my. <laughs> I my, bet she is. my family aren't like normal. Like I'd say, like me nan was when she yeah. was in her seventies. They're like. One of my aunties is super fit and, you know, still goes out running every day. She's absolutely off a rocker. Um, but, you know, they, they really look after themselves. They're a bit, it's a totally different generation, isn't it, now? But, yeah. <coughs> I, I, I remember listening, do you remember that pink song, Sober? And she sings, and if, if you'd ever listen to the words of it, and she basically says, I don't want to go home. And I used to find that when I was out, I'd keep get last woman standing and like and keep drinking and drinking. And yeah. now I'm such a saddo that I go out and everyone's on the ale and I've mm. gone and got myself a glass of pop and they don't know. They think I'm still on a double vodka or That's a triple you've vodka. you've got kids to look after the next day. It's a whole different ball game. And you, you, oh, you know, you've got 20 years on you. I mean, I'm not be funny. Now, now my hangover will last a week. I would oh. still be last woman standing once once I cross over that line. Yeah, see, I don't cross over that line. That's the thing. I'm still I literally a last woman standing. I'm just not that drunk. Yeah, I'm just. No, I'd have to I'm be just that a drunk. bit drunk there. Like I haven't gone to bed enough to think. Oh no, it's time to go and make myself sick now because this is going to be a bad, bad day if I don't. I've mm. I've managed to, but previous to that, it was all or nothing. Everything all or nothing. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Shots are. Oh, don't do that. Burning your straw with those flaming zambukas because you never quite, quite knew how to put them out and drink the bloody things. You're like, oh, 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 fire! <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> don't give one of them to me ever. I I oh. think on friendships though. Personally, we're prop for neurotypical people. I think we're probably really kind, and listening and. I know I, the one thing I do is I really listen to my friends and I have to make an effort and I don't mm. mean that nasty. I, I'm very interested in them. I love them dearly, but I want to hear and not just listen. You care enough about them because you want to listen and find out. Because, you, yeah, because I have them and... that part of me because I feel they've stood by me through some really shitty times in my life and I have to, not have to, I want to 
give that back as well. And I think some of that's my nature as well. So Mm. I think I'm a moth to a flame with certain people. And I think I'm the moth to their flame as well in my you're like one of those people you really see like the wounded bird with the wing that's claire isn't it she like tracks people like that i i do (laughs) and i i attract people um if anyone's probably autistic spectrum disorder i attract them because i make it easy for them because i'm the other end (laughs) 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 waiting for them to join me this will make it easy i'll talk to her but then you steal the limelight and I don't want to do that. And I feel I'm doing that all the time. And I'm like, oh, God, shut up. I'm feeling a bit to. now. That's the problem, do you? You don't mean you don't go in there thinking, right, it's all about me. I'm going to just it just happens every, yes, bloody time. every time. And you see people looking as well, like she's still talking. And I actually and I don't care. That is not rejection sensitivity. That is they are looking at me going, she's still talking. No, because in my head, I'm thinking yeah. the same thing as them, probably thinking, bloody hell, I'm still talking. <laughs> yeah. Someone switched me off, for God's sake. I think, I think you're right, though. I think that that um, ADHD people are probably more kind and do really care about our friends. I mean, just, you know, just from talking to you guys as well it just feels the same that we want to help people we're people pleasers so we really want to help people we really want to be there when people need us so um so I think that's what makes us a good friend if you were measuring it on texting back or spending hours on the phone we'd be rubbish but that (laughs) that isn't that isn't what it's about for most people some people might get annoyed or offended by us occasionally but then but they know we you still make it up to them in other ways, don't we? You know, we're, we're quite, we're we're quite look at us, Sarah. We're quite loyal friends, aren't we? You know, whatever happens, I mean, we joke about it. Me going, go away, people. But anyone could ring me at any hour of the day or night. And I think my real friends know that, and they would. Um, so I'm not as crappy as I'm making it to be. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, it's a two-way yeah. street, isn't it? Because it's a relationship. So, you know, your friends then recognise that you have areas that are more difficult you know or or that's just who you are I mean I never knew it was that my brain was different before I just thought it was me you know we were laughing before it was your birthday yesterday happy birthday to Sarah for yesterday thank you she'd put she'd gone out for a meal and I went to put in the chat oh yummy and then I forgot to press send and that's the story of my life (laughs) and then I looked at it today like what was that that looks a bit. What was that? <laughs> and then, but oh, I answer messages in my head, or I have conversations in my head that I'm going to have with that person, and then they're like, "No, we didn't talk about that." I'm like, "No, <laughs> I can specifically remember this conversation, but I've had it with myself like a yeah. psycho." <laughs> what a knob! Oh, lovely, Claire. You're so funny. Oh, it's so true. Oh, well, that, that's a regular occurrence in my life like regular and even my kids now go mum we didn't discuss that and I'm like <laughs> really that one. I love it oh shit I'm gonna cut the rest of my life I'm just gonna go yeah no tell us about it don't you remember <laughs> but then then you second guess yourself when you think I have yeah. had that conversation and actually you know and then I have to I have to think how I get it in my head is I, I look around and think did I actually was what room was I in when I had that conversation? What was happening? Was, what top there, was I wearing? 
<laughs> yeah, what other centres? No, but it's true. What other centres yeah. were going on? Because then I'll recognise. Oh, that wasn't a real conversation. That I was, was on my own in the bar. I was just oh, yeah, talking. Because I'm the only person who listens to me. No one in my life listens to me. I swear oh, to God. I could walk around this house. week being half term. I literally, the amount of times I've just ended up ranting like some sort of weird banshee lady up the stairs. I'm like, like this. Because no one can hear no me. No one listens. No. No. I say something 10 billion times. Nothing happens. So, yeah. It's a it's a it's a funny Claire's world. Someone said to me years ago, you're in Claire's world. And actually, it's very true. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> it's not it's not that bad a place to be. Right, no, there's worse places to be. Isn't yes, there? Sure this week, are. it's a bit of a shit place. I'm a bit like I have no purpose. I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody listens to me. I hate everybody. Well, everybody hates we me. Listen to you. We're listening to yeah. you. So I think um that's friendship nailed we've done it we've talked about <laughs> it and we, once you find your people I think that it's all good isn't it yes yes people accept you for you take what you give they know you'll be there for them but don't have too many high expectations <laughs> going out a lot in terms of contact <laughs> apart from just what random drunken yeah nights or whatever and don't necessarily expect us to text you first to ask how you are because yeah. we don't even remember you I think exist it though it's not like i'm not I'm, i do think about people i think about thinking oh bless yeah fleetingly but i won't text them <laughs> i'll fleetingly think about people yeah. um but and if they text me i'll think oh yeah <laughs> hi yeah oh, it's like I think, oh if i text back i really like you, you. Yeah. <laughs> No, but Why then you get that whole you for so long. texting each other though. That you're going to get to the point where they're going to ask you to meet up. So you think, oh, it's getting I on that tricky road. People don't ask me that anymore, really. <laughs> so they still think there's an intent. There might be a hope that I'm coming I do, somewhere. <laughs> I do try and so with the with the smaller circle that I've now got, yeah. I do try and make an effort to have something regular in the diary. Sorry, Claire, oh. something regular in the diary, so that it's there. And we can rearrange it nearer the time if we need to, but at least because otherwise I'll forget them and I won't yeah. see them for years. I want to have it in the diary. I want to do that, but I can just never get round to doing it. I don't understand where that, I, I, which really frustrates me I and makes me feel bad. I put it in my work bad. diary so that I see it. You see, see, I can have it in my diary, but then all I'll do is dread it from like months so there's no point just making myself I think sick if people, know, <laughs> if people know you and they're used to you then they will understand if you rearrange it but at least if yeah. it's in so i'll meet like my friend i'll meet her for coffee or for lunch or something and then before we leave we'll put something in for a month's time so at least mm. we're because i hadn't seen her for 10 years would you believe because we just fell out of touch so we don't want to do that again yeah do you know what i was saying that though my friend sharon like I've known her like since we were little, but she's one person that if she came through, like she, she's like me, she can sometimes just spend the day and then she works, she's knackered and she spends the days in her pajamas at the weekend. So we hardly ever get together when the kids are not here that weekend. And um, but she will drop everything for her. Like if she says do you want to go for coffee, I'll be thinking, oh god, I really don't have to get washed. But I will actually think, right, I'm gonna go. I haven't seen her for ages. And I usually come home and I spin clean the house. I do loads of stuff because I just feel on a like on cloud nine because i've had such a nice time i've been out in the sunshine <laughs> i've been washed there's just it's just like 
endless supply points. Right, your teeth, you I mean, what more could you want? Company. I didn't have to drive. I get in her car. I mean, it's just great. But yeah, but that's the only time. So I suppose, I suppose, like I don't have a lot of close friends like that. I think if I did have, I probably would make more of an effort. So. But that'd be hard but, to maintain. My friend that I said we put something in the diary every month. I haven't seen her since November. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, well then. Only like six months, so so I mean five. But at least we're having not to, ten years. At yeah. least we're having to, you know, yeah. chat regularly about whether this date still works, and it's not yeah. been me cancelling every time. I would go. I would go out more because I actually really enjoy really enjoy human interaction because I feel I'm stuck at home with my kids all the time. Um, but again, my other friends have lives basically and sort themselves out. Whereas if I wasn't if I wasn't married, I feel I'd just pack me kids in a car and off we'd go on a whim. Well, like me, um, you mean single parent, all the exciting things we get. But you can't really do that in a relationship as much. Or I'd go on my own. But to be fair, I wouldn't mind. I'd just pack me kids with me. But then I think when you're in a relationship, you've got to be a bit more. You've got to consider someone else. Yeah. Which is I think that's really the difference with me though, isn't it? Because I can do what I like when I like, as in as long as I get them to school and they're fed and watered and I send up for my job, what goes but, around the outside just kind of <laughs> But that <laughs> bit you were saying about Sarah where you forget about people when they're not in front of your face. I'll go away with work and I am more than happy and content that my children are at home and looked after. Yeah. And I have no worries or concerns. I don't feel I need to ring them every night to say goodnight or yeah. you're all right, yeah. lads. Because no, one, they're no, not gonna... they are. It's because you've got Nana Pat. And, you know, and they're with and Alan. Husband, so, obviously. Yeah, and so they're fine. But that can come across as, for some people, that that's quite uncaring, that I don't contact them every night when I'm away. And I'm thinking, That's probably really? something that hasn't worked for a while or doesn't work. It doesn't get the whole, you're not going to be, you know, they kiss them goodnight every night. Every and if I'm... Someone that's away all the time. Yeah, mm. and if I'm away, yeah, if I'm away as well, that is it. That is my focus. Yeah. And you can't dig into that. Then I'm crossing all my lines and all my boxes. Yeah, no, we're getting, totally and totally like, compartmentalised, don't you? You can't do the blurry, I'm here, I'm there. I'm obsessed with being here. I think Sarah probably here. can do it all because she's good at juggling the balls. Look, what are you thinking there? She's zoned out. But she's no gone. No one knows that we're not talking. Someone sent her an email. <laughs> right, we were going to finish. I think Sarah's basic wants, yes. That was the look. I know that look. All right then. Love you both. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that we can all see each other because we're on it because it's yeah. just voice, isn't it? But we're actually all looking at each other. And I even washed. Look, I, see you are my I, friends. <laughs> I um, I think I agree with you, Claire. I don't need to check in because they're fine. If there was a problem, you'd know. Yeah. And yeah, I. I need to also just be where I am and in the zone and I find yeah. it really difficult as well to cross over into different different elements of life I find that difficult as well and that's the same with friends mm. because you're engrossed in your day-to-day -day and then mm. that I think that's the crux of it isn't it because yeah. we can only pay attention to what we can yeah. <laughs> we'll give I can see my focus. doing this can I full focus no, it's, it's, that's 
so true though isn't it it's like I did I always used to just think I was just rubbish at being a woman or a girl because I can't multitask and I and I don't want to spend hours on the phone and all of that stuff I just used to think that was me being rubbish at being a girl no I know it's not no No, no, it's my weird brain we're just we're just fabulous in a different way special in a a fabulous way of course oh yeah Shall so friendships. Have... What would we do without them then? 100%. I've, how, I've known you, Claire, for how long have you worked with me? Five years. So five years, Claire. And Siobhan, how, how long ago did we meet? 2005, was it? It's a long time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 2005. It was. It's a long time. Can't do the We've managed to maintain yeah. that friendship all those years. Yeah. Like, we get to meet seven of them. So it's like... You can't be that bad. You can't be We've that bad. We've only spoken twice in those 20 years. So it's like... <laughs> this is the second no, time. I'm joking. <laughs> the other one was the other podcast. Yes. <laughs> and I'll see you again in a few years time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, guys. I feel like we fixed that. And we need to... We'll decide something good to talk about next time as well. Lastminute.com. Thanks, ladies. No, thank you. See you later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to our second episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. We hope you got something out of us making ourselves vulnerable. Um, And that's what it's all for. So if you did enjoy it, please like, subscribe, share, do all of that stuff. And we will see you next week with another subject for you. Thank you.